Hello, wine lovers, and welcome to Taste Fins and Terror with STC Wine Girl, the wine podcast that focuses on having fun and taking the guesswork out of picking a wine. I'm your host, STC Wine Girl, Shannon Carlson, owner and operator of Midwest Vino, LLC. Each week, we are going to select a wine, learn where it's from, how it's made, how it tastes, and maybe a few wine pairing options to go with it. So let's have some fun. Find the wines that we like and take the guesswork out of picking a wine. Let's go. This week's wine is the 2018 Muga Rioja Unfiltered Reserva. When I look at this bottle, I can tell that it is just steeped in history. The label is an antique white with gold lettering on it. It just has that classic old style feel to it. The label itself has a lot of information on it. Half of it is in Spanish and half of it is in English. So if you're familiar with Spanish, you're going to know that this wine comes from Bodegas Muga and it was produced in Harrow, Spain. But if you don't speak Spanish, but you speak English, you're going to be able to tell that it's a 2018 Muga Reserva from Rioja. It has got a really cool looking antique photo at the top of the bodega. And then it also has a really cool gold coat of arms at the bottom of the label. So this just has a ton of information on it. I say we dive into this wine and we figure out who is Muga Winery and what is this Reserva? Bodegas Muga is a family-run winery founded in 1932 by Isaac Muga and Aurora Caño. When I talk about this bottle looking like it is steeped in history, I'm not kidding. The winery was founded at a time when Spain was not only going through a Great Depression, it was also going through its own political and financial issues. I mean, think about 1932. In August of 1932, General Jose Sanjura unsuccessfully led an uprising against the government in Spain. This is the same general who would later lead the coup that started the Spanish Civil War. So think about trying to open a winery and start a winery when all of this chaos is going on. They originally made wine in an underground cellar. And then in 1968, so they made it through all of that chaos. And in 1968, they set up their own winery in a beautiful old 19th century townhouse in the neighborhood of La Estación de Jero, in the town of Jero, which is in the heart of Rioja. Unfortunately, Isaac Muga passed away in 1969. And after his death, the siblings Manuel... Isabel and Isaac took over the estate and they have continuously expanded it over the years. In 1972, the bodega was moved to a spacious building complex at Harrow Railway Station. Today, the winemaker who carries on the family's winemaking tradition is Isaac's grandson, George Muga. So they've been able to persevere and be successful with this winery through all of that chaos. 
as I mentioned, this wine comes from the heart of Rioja, and Rioja is located in Spain. Spain makes up the Iberian Peninsula and is the third largest producer of wine in the world. It is surrounded by multiple bodies of water with the Mediterranean Sea to the south, the Atlantic Ocean to the east, and the north has the Bay of Biscay and the country of France. Rioja is the most famous region in Spain for red wine. It is the first region to receive DO status, receiving it in 1925. It was also the first region to receive DOCA status, receiving it in 1991. It is located in the north-central part of Spain and has a moderate climate. It's influenced by the Cantabrian Cordera Mountains and the Mediterranean Sea. They provide warm summers and mild winters. Now, one of the reasons why this region is famous for red wine is because in 1780, Don Manuel Quintano traveled to Bordeaux to learn how to make fine wine. In the 19th century, Bordeaux winemakers briefly settled in the region after Floxera destroyed their own vineyards, leaving once Floxera hit Spain. When they left, they left behind vinification techniques befitting Spanish winemakers. Red grapes dominate 90% of this region with Tempranillo dominating the area. The wine we have today is from the subregion of Rioja Alta. It's found at a high altitude on the western half of the region. And it is a very hilly area with a mild climate and known for the finest grapes. The soil in this area is calcareous clay. And the wines made in the DOCA status have strict aging requirements comparable to other wines in Spain. The wine we are trying today is a Reserva. The long term, if you've never heard of DOCA status, is Denominación de Origen Calificada. So if you ever see that on a label, that means that it has a DOCA status and has strict aging requirements comparable to those other wines in Spain. Now, as I mentioned, this wine has what we call a Reserva status. And Reserva wines are required to spend a total of 36 months aging, which includes a minimum of 12 months in the barrel and at least six months in the bottle. In Rioja, 90% of the grapes grown are red. The wine we are going to try today is 70% Tempranillo, 30% Garnacha, Graciana, and Mazuelo. Bodegas Muga believes in using traditional methods with the finest quality materials. They are the first winery in Spain to have an in-house cooperage. That means that they make their own barrels that they use. That's such a unique thing for a winery to do, and they were the first ones to do it in Spain. They have three coopers and one cubera. And a cubera is someone who specializes in really big oak casts. They use both French and American oak barrels. And the vineyards are located at the foot of the Montes Abernis mountain range. 
within the region of Rioja Alta. The vines themselves are trained in a goblet style, which means that they look just like a goblet. And the vineyards are not irrigated and are farmed without the use of heavy or harmful chemical synthesized uh, materials. They practice sustainable and organic, even though they are not certified. Everything is hand harvested and transported to the winery in very large bins. This protects the grapes from bruising and crushing. And then the berries are destemmed and sorted, not crushed. Fermentation is started in oak vats. They usually use oak vats of varying sizes and again are produced on the premises. Bodegas Muga is actually the only winery in Spain that produces their own fermentation vats. The wine spends 24 months in French and American oak barriques that are neutral. These barrels are produced from staves aged on the premises and coopered on the winery's premises. Now, this wine is unfiltered, which means it did not go through a filtering process after the fining process. The wines are racked periodically through the aging process and fined with fresh egg whites. And this is such a unique process because they actually crack the eggs individually and just put the egg white into a container and then run it through the wines before they bottle. Not many wineries do that, so it's kind of a unique process as well. They just have so many interesting and unique processes that they've just created and handed down generation over generation. The designation of DOCA is reserved for standout regions among the DOs. This classification has only been rewarded to Rioja and Priorat so far. Quality wines can be broken down by aging with the use of terms of Crianza, Reserva, and Gran Reserva. As I mentioned, this wine is a Reserva, and it does require the 12 months of aging in barrel and 36 months total aging before release. Both of Bodega Muga's Reserva and their Reserva Selección Especial spend around two years in the barrel, followed by at least a year in the bottle before being released. So they kind of exceed the requirement of what a normal DOCA status wine is expected to have. This is a 2018. So I'm really interested to see how this wine has developed in the bottle. I say we try it. Let's pour ourselves a glass and check it out. I'm serving my glass around the 15 degrees Celsius, which is around 60 degrees Fahrenheit. I want it warm enough that I can really get those flavor profiles and the aromas that are going to come from this bottle. Looking at this wine, it is a deep ruby red with tinges of garnet around the edges. So you can see that it has some age on it, but it's not too old or anything like that. When I smell this wine, wow, the aromas are really pronounced. 
and there is a lot of fruit in this wine. I get aromas of blackberry, cherry, blueberry. And I also get aromas of baking spice. I can't quite tell a particular type of spice, but you can tell it would be the same type of spice that you would use to like bake a pie or something. And I get tobacco as well as a minerality and and definitely oak. I can tell this wine was in oak. And what's really interesting is I do get an aroma of I get an aroma of toast actually. Tasting this wine. <laughs> wow. There is so much complexity to this wine. You get a lot of fruit. You get cherry, blueberry, blackberry. So you get a lot of those same flavors that you got in the aroma. But I also get a little bit more defined on what that baking spice aroma was. I'm getting flavors of cinnamon as well as chocolate plum, tobacco, vanilla, leather, and of course the oak. This wine is has a lot of depth and complexity to it. It's got medium tannins that are just crisp and smooth. A wine of this age, if you were to have tried this wine back towards the 2018 or 2019, those tannins would have been a lot more sharp. So it has benefited to have that age on it because it's really mellowed the tannins out. But you really get a lot more complexity and depth and really can taste the flavors and the variety of flavors within this wine. I love red wine from Rioja. So for me, I could drink this completely by itself. But it is such a versatile wine for for pairing with food. So if I think about foods that I would love to enjoy with this, obviously, I would love to have a lot of different Spanish style dishes. But this wine will go with foods from all over the globe. I mean, I think about barbecued meats or maybe hamburgers or filet mignon. I even think about like Italian dishes like spicy pizza or lasagna or even just things that are more simple like some of my favorite cheeses, manchego or parmesan or even just do roasted vegetables. I mean, this is a wine that is really truly a versatile wine. While this wine is from 2018 and it is showing well right now, it can age up to 2030. Bodegas Muga makes wines to age. So I'm not surprised by this. I I can't wait to see what it's going to look like over the next, you know, five years or so. I love wines from Rioja. You know, they're steeped in history, and the wines themselves have balanced tannin, structure, and fruitiness, and it makes them such a versatile food-pairing wine. So it's a fun wine to try. 
and to try the different levels of the DOs to see those differences that the aging in the barrels can make. So to close out today, we talked about the ins and outs of Bodegas Muga Winery. We broke down Spain and the region of Rioja. We learned about the winemaker, George Muga, his family, and the team who make this wine. We talked about how this wine was made from the vine to the bottle. And most importantly, we talked about how it looks, tastes, and smells. Let me know if you have had this wine and if you did, what you thought of it. I would love to hear your feedback on future wines you would like to know more about. Go to Taste Fins and Terroir with STC Wine Girl on Buzzsprout.com to find my contact information. You can also contact me on my website, MidwestVino.com. I've put links to both in the description. If this wine sounds interesting to you and you would like to know more about Bodegas Muga Winery, I encourage you to check out their website, www.bodegasmuga.com. I'll add a link to them in the description as well. If you liked this episode, make sure to hit the follow and click the notification icon so you don't miss future episodes. Join me next time as we select a new wine, learn where it's from, how it's made, how it tastes, and above all, have fun finding wines we like. See you next time, wine lovers. Cheers, or as they say in Spain, salud! Salud!